Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Authentically You podcast. It is Maddie and Gabby today. Hey. And this is going to be our first official episode besides our intro for season three, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have some really good stuff to talk about today. Um, I believe, Madison, you said that you jotted this down when? June? June? July? For what? Wait. The idea, the theme. Oh. Yeah, no, I, July, July 5th, because that is a week that I got um, really sick, and so I didn't have anything else to do but to brainstorm. (laughs) Yeah, and without further ado, our theme is learning boundaries while growing, Mm -hmm. which is something very important for everyone, like Christians and just, you know, regular people alike. Um. I'm really excited for this. But yeah, our goal this episode is going to be how to set your own personal boundaries um, while continuing to grow spiritually, grow mentally, and Mm -hmm. grow um, in a positive manner. Yeah, and setting boundaries so you can grow and you're not staying stagnant or you're not going backwards. That happens a lot. Yes. Um. Our, our pastor has, you know, he says all the time, if you're not growing, you're dying. If a plant's not growing, what's it doing? It's dying. Um, so, yeah. We can just jump right, right into it. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. So, obviously, you know, boundaries are subjective to the person that has them. You know, everyone's boundaries look different. Madison and I were literally having this conversation. Hi, like. Man. <laughs> not even like 60 <laughs> seconds ago yeah um i haven't responded yet because we were like oh recording but <laughs> yeah we had to get to it but you know um it's something that we were just talking about because you know um i have a friend they asked me a question and then madison was like oh i'd be careful about this 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 mm-hmm. and then you know it was one of those situations where i had to be like madison going up you had this boundary set and drawn for you in your own household that you grew up with. I did not mm-hmm. have that boundary, so my boundary looks different in that scenario. Yeah. Um, I'm keeping that private because I don't really know how to explain that entire situation. Yeah. <laughs> but um, main point is, you know, everyone grows up a different way. Um, everyone kind of, you know, you have your own personal things that, you're either really flimsy on your boundaries or you're really stiff on your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's really subjective to who's setting it and what you're setting it for as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can absolutely be setting boundaries for yourself. Maybe it's boundaries um, with like another person, uh, a relationship, a family member, a friendship, um, or again, like boundaries with yourself as far as work goes to keep your mental health above the water. Um, so, and I'll kind of be diving into that a little bit today too, just like my own personal experience, what I've recently, kind of recently just gone through and how to learn from it and sort of like a step-by-step of like what you can do as well. Just ideas, not telling you you have to, but just... Um, things to help you keep from getting burnt out so yeah so I mean let's just start with like 
work boundaries because I feel like that's something that Madison and I both really have been <laughs> in the past like what three months yeah <laughs> three months um so Madison and I are both overworkers workaholics whatever you want to say yes we and are- I- that is us. Yes. And actually, I just discovered not using it as an excuse. I don't like using Enneagram <laughs> as an excuse. But it is interesting to look at it and go, you know what? This does sort of apply to me. How can I grow from this and how can I change? Um, that's what I like using it for. But um, <laughs> I re- so I'm a seven and I recently just discovered that sevens go into Enneagram one in stress. And the one is the workaholic. And I looked at that and just looking at like different things that you can do um, in a stressful mode or in, you know, an unhealthy season um, where, and I'm saying like you being unhealthy uh, and stressed out, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I have been an Enneagram one for the past several months of my life. And that is not good because that means I have been in a really unhealthy mindset for the past several months of my life and a really unhealthy uh, season the past several months. So workaholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Madison, Madison and I like are both, uh, you know, workaholics. We work multiple jobs. And I feel like both of us kind of struggle with the tendency to make our entire life our job. Yep. <laughs> like, everything becomes work. No, mm-hmm. I, I I have work that day. I can't. But I might have a shift. No, I, I can't do that. Like, yeah. everything is always work-related, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just a boundary that, you know, we've been learning to set. Um, recently, the church that Madison goes to and that I sometimes go to um, – put out a hiring application in the cafe and I love the cafe job that I already have and so I was like oh this is great this is great but I forgot that I between my two jobs I will literally work six days a week and Sunday is quite literally my Sabbath and the only day I have off and the day that I would be working for said church cafe would be Sunday so therefore I would have no day off yeah and I was fully committed to, like, applying to work at the church cafe. I was like, I'm going to change my resume. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. And then I was like, was ready. <laughs> I stopped for a second. And then, like, I thought about it. And I was like, wow, this is actually a really terrible idea. Like, <laughs> like why would I think that this is okay? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I just didn't think. Because I was like, ooh, work. Yeah. Work. Like, work is everything. And it's... um. It's been a hard boundary to draw, you know. Um, I mean, just this week alone, I'm working six six days <laughs> out of seven. So, you know, it's like I struggle with taking a day and being like, this is going to be my reset day. And I'm going to leave it as my reset day and not going to change it. Um, similarly, like how if somebody... Um, drops a shift although I might have plans I'll be like oh yeah no I can cover that shift I'll drop my plans to go cover a shift Mm -hmm. uh, which is another boundary that I need to get better at yeah you know so we're still learning boundaries or at least I am oh yeah no I'm definitely definitely still learning um 
yeah, no work. I, I was just um, having this conversation with um, with a couple of people recently, actually, and and we we were talking like I feel like in our culture um, there tends to not really be a balance of work and rest. It's either all work or all rest. And here's the thing, and we're not saying work is bad. Work is actually biblical. Um, and I recently learned this from a teaching. Like when we get to heaven, it's not, you, you know, you're not laying on a beach and having the time of your life. Like you're having the time of your eternal life. Um, but we will be working because we have been created to do that. Like when God first created Adam and Eve before sin entered the world, what were they charged of? They were charged of naming the animals, of taking care of them, of working the ground, of working the earth. Um, God works um, and he works all the time. So work is very biblical, but rest is also biblical. Taking a Sabbath, you have to do that to reset for your week because you can't pour out into others what you don't have. Um, and if you're running on empty, that's not going to work either. <laughs> um, not going to get you very far on empty. No, no, you, you can't, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Um, so it's not like, and something else that I, I've recently heard too, um, that I thought was really good. Like you're not trying to work to get to Friday, to get to the weekend, to get to your rest day, you're resting so you can get to work and, and work well, because if you're working without resting, then you're working in vain and you're going to be complaining about work all week, how tired you are, how excruciating certain tasks may be. But if you're fully rested and rested in the Lord, then work becomes a joy for you because it's what we've been called to do. So that is why having boundaries is important. Not picking up a third job, Gabriella Weiss, is important. Um <laughs> <laughs> on your Sabbath day. And, and I say this jokingly, but also fully, like I'm preaching to myself because I, yeah, you're <laughs> literally like, I, I have also recently been convicted of not taking a Sabbath day and I'm not making excuses, but recently I've just picked up um, a new job, dropped an old one. So I'm not working three jobs either. Um, <laughs> but recently I just picked up a new job and the schedule's kind of not fully set in stone yet. We're still just trying to figure things out. So finding a day to rest has been difficult, but I'm still trying to find those pockets of rest, those moments of peace. Um, even if it's, maybe it's not a full day, maybe it's like a uh, Friday afternoon to Saturday afternoon or Thursday morning to Friday morning or just like some sort of 24 hour thing. Um, recently, should I share now the. Yeah, actually, go for it. Okay. Okay. Go for so, it because that was pertaining to work. So, yeah. So, recently, um, it was back in July. Um, so, I took a uh, trip up to Washington to visit some family. And this trip is annual. And when you think of a vacation, and this was like a three and a half week long vacation, um, I did bring my laptop with me to do a little bit of work um, just so I was still reachable because um, I am managing a cafe and bookstore for our church. So I still need to be somewhat reachable 
Um, but there was someone else on the ground as acting manager for me, taking care of pretty much everything. I was just doing some behind the scenes things, emails and ordering and inventory, just small little things. Um, but during this vacation, it was like a week into it. It was actually the 4th of July. I woke up sick. And I'm not going to get into the details because that would be really gross. But I'm telling you, like, I was sick sick. The weird thing was I was not running a fever. I also tested for COVID as well because I had heard that there was a new strand going around. And I was like, I don't think so because I still, I don't really have a lot of symptoms of COVID. It just seems like a normal flu bug without the fever. Um, but I tested anyway just to, you know, rule it out. And I tested negative for COVID, like, I think I tested twice or three times throughout that week, but for seven full days, I was sick every single day. I wasn't eating anything. I wasn't able to eat anything. Like it was insane. And it was like day two that I realized I was like, this is something spiritual and I don't want to like over spiritualize things because sometimes you're just sick. Sometimes your body just gets sick. Sometimes things just happen, but it it's, took me just a couple of days to realize like there's more to this like this is spiritual I know it is um because it was just so odd I was sick in the mornings and then I would feel better a little bit like in the afternoon but I wasn't super hungry and I didn't feel like eating anything and I would try to make myself eat something and then I would feel sick again so it was it was really weird um I even tried calling doctors um like back at home uh but I'm with it's a California thing. So if you're a California resident, it's called Kaiser um, mm-hmm. Permanente or, or, or whatever. I called and it's only in California. So every doctor I called, they were all like, oh, like you need to come in and make an appointment. I'm like, I am two states away. I can't just drop everything and come down to California. I'm up in Washington right now. Like that's not possible. Thank um, goodness I got Sutter. <laughs> yeah, no, it literally, it, it's a thing. Um, and all of the doctors I was calling, I always had a preface. No, there's no chance I'm pregnant. I know it just sounds like, oh, you have morning sickness. Cause that's literally what it felt like. Um, cause it was only in the mornings, but I had to preface every time. I'm like, no, there's no chance before you even ask. That's not it. <laughs> this is something else. Um, but it was just super weird. So anyways, uh, I'm getting down to like day five and I, I called or I texted one of, um, one of our prayer warriors and intercessors and she's on the prayer team. Um, and I, and I've had a lot of conversations with her before and she's really just poured into me, um, in the past in in our church, a gal in our church. And I called her and I was just like, Hey, this is what's going on. I think, um, I think a, this, this, and this could be the cause of it. And I was like, Oh, this is just pent up anxiety. And I thought maybe I'm just like really, which is weird because it's like, you shouldn't be anxious about everything happening in your life when you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you're supposed to unplug and unwind and, like, forget about everything. Um, it's like my body went into full worry mode over things that weren't even relevant in the moment. Um, just, like, everything. There were so many different things that I ended up realizing this is what's causing it. And so... Anyway, so I, I call this gal in our church and I'm like, hey, can you just pray over me? And she does. Um, and then I wake up Saturday and Sunday and I'm still sick. Uh, Saturday, I ended up passing out 
because it was just it, it was a crazy day and then I almost passed out a second time it was just it was really really long Sunday I wake up and I'm like okay um this is just like insanity at this point right and so Sunday I go and I, and I get prayer um from someone you know at the end of service um I was at my aunt and uncle's church and you know I, I go up for prayer afterwards and I go, I think this is anxiety. And I tell her, like, I've been sick for a full week and I don't know what's going on. And little by little, like, she starts asking questions. And I don't really remember really any of the context of that prayer or really any of the questions. But I realized, like, I burned myself out. And it was it was long coming, right? So um, backtracking just a little earlier than the summer and then the month of July, um, I've always been someone who's loved school. I've enjoyed school. Um, but then this, the beginning of this past semester, I'd say like February, March, I hit a wall. I did not want to go to class anymore. In fact, I skipped a lot of class. Um, I failed out of an online course partially because I forgot it. And then the other part was because when I finally remembered it, it was too late to catch up. Um, and it, it was just like, I, I burnt out. Like I had no desire to keep going to these courses and it was crazy. And so I ended up just stopped going to class. I withdrew from those courses. Like I just, I stopped everything basically. And I even found myself not liking my other job as a party performer and as a princess party performer. Um, like every Saturday I'd wake up and I'd have a full day of parties, which normally gave me a lot of joy. I'd be really excited, but I'd wake up and I'm like, I don't even want to go. I don't want to drive. I don't want to do this. Um, church. I was even like, I don't want to go, which is big for me because I love going and I love my job and I love where I'm at right now. Um, as far as church goes, but I was just like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get up. I don't want to go. I don't want to do my job. Like nothing. It was full burnout. And I, it was something that I knew I couldn't just push past. And so that is why it's so important to set boundaries with yourself, to have a Sabbath day, um, to, to know where you're at, when you're doing too much. And that when you see that God is, is, building your capacity to take on more, that doesn't mean to just start filling it with a bunch of stuff. That doesn't mean like if he's, if you have a full plate and he gives you a bigger plate and there's empty room, that doesn't mean to immediately fill that space because you could be filling it with stuff that, um, that you might think be good in that season, but it's taking up room, um, and replacing the room that God has cleared for something else that he wants to do in your life. Um, so boundaries setting those boundaries with yourself and also being aware of like if god is making space that doesn't mean to just automatically fill it up with other things like make space see what he wants you to do see why he's growing your capacity um yeah i've said my spiel i think yeah i mean that's so good it's and it's so hard too because it's like whenever you have that extra time you automatically want to fill it like it's that need it's that like because i have extra time like and i feel like that's just like kind of a human nature thing for you know people who love doing things you know mm -hmm. um i'm a six wing seven 
So, you know, there are times where I'm just like, oh, I want to go out and do this. I want to go out and do this. I want to, I just want to be everywhere all the time. Uh, and then there are times where I revert back into my six. And I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't even want to go to work. I just want to be home. Um, it's funny. You're a six wing seven and I'm a seven wing six. <laughs> Why do you think we're best friends? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, let's hop into relationship boundaries because that yeah. is something, yo, girl. I got that on lock all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, I mean, let, let's start with maybe like foundry, family boundaries. Mm. Um, personally, for me, uh, while I was growing up, I never really had like a really close connection to my mom. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it, it was really hard for me to talk to her about things. I never wanted to talk to her about things. Um, and there was always just like that disconnect and it wasn't really until like the end of my senior year whenever I started drawing boundaries and telling her how I felt that her and I had a better relationship Um, so for example like I never ever used to tell my mom anything about any of the guys that I was interested I would not tell her nada Nada, nada, nada. She didn't know anything. I mean, half the time, she probably didn't even know their names, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm just going to be honest. Half the time, she probably didn't even know the name. Um, Flashback to sophomore year when your first boyfriend asked you out, and literally two seconds later, after she said yes, we're walking to class, and she goes, oh my gosh, what do I tell my mom? Oh my gosh, my mom doesn't even know. What do I tell her? How am I going to tell my mom? Madison, how do I like, breathe? breathe? <laughs> that is true that did happen um but yeah you know and it just started out with like you know (laughs) I I was very honest with her I was like you want to know what like there was one day her and I had gotten into an argument and she was like well you don't tell me anything and I'm like I don't tell you anything because you don't make the space for me to tell you anything Mm. and so that kind of opened up a conversation about you know my boundaries you know I'm like obviously I don't want to tell you about everything going on in my life because I feel like you judge me I mm-hmm. feel like you're never helpful. I feel like it's all just demeaning. Um, and, you know, it was just setting that boundary that really made that <laughs> difference um, with me and my mom. And now I tell my mom everything. Mm. Tell my mom everything. I'm like, mom, you'll never guess who came into my work today. Like, everything. The most random things my mom knows at this point. Which yeah. is like, I mean, my mom couldn't even tell you my favorite color for the long- Like, the longest time my mom didn't know my favorite color. She thought it was pink. It was not pink. It was green. Okay, <laughs> opposite ends of the color scale at the point. Yeah, um, close. Opposite ends. But it took a lot of work and it took a lot of effort to, you know, get into that. You know, it took a lot of praying. It took a lot of, hey, Lord, I need you to show me the way. I need you to tell me what I need to do. I really want to improve this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just boundaries are also something that you have to pray over. There's something that you really have to... Yeah. sit and have a conversation with God about because a lot of the times it's really hard to know where to draw the line mm-hmm. and what to say to draw that line and you know how to protect your relationships with people while drawing that line yeah. um, so you really need to you know sit there and you just need to have a conversation with God about it you know you need to open up your heart tell him what's going on and then sit there in silence be quiet mm-hmm. and let him speak back to you don't be the only person speaking whenever you're having a conversation with God. You need to let him have room to speak to. 
Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're just you're just venting at that point. You're not yeah. getting any advice back. You're not getting any help back. Amen. Which is kind of the whole point of communicating with God. You know, like you need mm-hmm. that advice. You want that help. Yeah. You want that connection. He's so, a re- yeah, he's a relational God and a relationship. It's a how would this how would mine and Gabby's friendship look like if one of us was the only one talking? Like that's not how a conversation works. And I heard something from the Jonathan David and Melissa Helser podcast. And a lot of times I, I often hear when it's like, oh, but when I hear from God, like, what if it's just my thoughts? It probably is. And it's not your thoughts. Those are God. And think of it this way. God lives in you. So he's going to occupy everything you are, your thoughts, your mind, your heart. So it's like when you doubt like, oh, I'm not hearing God. That's just my thoughts. He's living in you. So he often speaks to you through your thoughts. So listen for that. That's so good. He wants to have that conversation with you. A boundary I had to learn that I was convicted of and letting <laughs> him speak back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're a talkative person, that's something he he tells you because okay. I've heard that several times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously everyone's boundaries are going to look different. You know, my boundaries are going to look different from yours. Madison's boundaries going to look different from yours. Um yeah. You know, it's kind of just that personal <laughs> conviction. It's that personal sitting down and having that conversation with God and being like, is this a boundary that I need to have? Is this a boundary that I need to be looser on? Is this a boundary that I need to get stronger in? Like, it, it all really just depends, you know. Um, like, my boundaries with my family, they were really strict. I didn't, like, I didn't want them to know anything about my life. And yeah. I was like, okay, I need to be looser in that area. My boundaries with work super flimsy need to be stronger in that area so it's really just like this look at your life it's this look at different areas in your life and it's that mm-hmm. hey lord how do i start this conversation lord what needs to be said mm-hmm. kind of deal that you have to that's have good. yeah that's so good well and also just a heads up be on the lookout for a blog post um i'm gonna we're gonna kind of go um, and focus on on one of the details of, of our episode today um, and and that'll be posted soon in writing and if you don't know we have a website now uh, that yeah. is in our Instagram bio I'm so excited this has been very long coming mm-hmm. um, I don't think I said that right but you, you get you get what I meant it's been a long time coming long time coming that that's <laughs> the phrase I was looking for so yeah, we're super excited for that. Um, we've put a lot of work into it, a lot of effort. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to try to do um, a blog post every week. I think Gabby's going to try to do an Instagram post every week as well, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you should see one for each episode that gets released. And then you should also probably see some small random ones, you know, probably yeah. post on our story a bit. Yeah, um, it's like devotional stuff, little things that. If I have some really good stuff, and then I'll make a big post about it. Yeah, maybe some reels if I'm feeling funny. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> if the creative wheels start turning, so anyway, if, I, if I'm in a goofy mood, <laughs> there we go. But yeah, we are so excited. Um, I'm really excited to see how the season goes, and yeah, this was our first episode of season three. This has been three years in the making um 
and I I really get the feeling that we're really just starting like God's not done with this yet and yeah I'm I'm just I'm so excited we also have a lot of exciting guest speakers already lined up we've been talking to people so so excited (laughs) I am super excited um our first guest speaker oh yeah do we want to share with them kind of what that's going to look like that structure Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So our goal currently is to have a guest speaker every other month. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can kind of expect that be on the lookout for that. Obviously, if things change, we'll let you guys know. Um, We're very open. We always tell you guys everything. But yeah, just be on the lookout for that. We will probably post I'll probably post some like teasers being like, ooh, our guest speakers coming um but yeah, yeah yeah it's really exciting you should see you should see at least one episode of madison and i together per month um mm-hmm. if not two if we don't have a guest speaker that month and then we're kind yeah. of shooting for one solo episode each mm-hmm. a month because her and i both some have some really great ideas and some episodes you know work better mm-hmm. alone than they do together so it kind of yeah. just depends yeah because yeah we're both on different journeys um different stories different things happening in our life and everything but yeah so we're super excited um and yeah there's just a lot of things coming um our first guest speaker geez louise it is already september wow so our first guest speaker will be is it october or is our guest speaker in september it would be beginning of october so our first guest speaker is coming in October, so be on the lookout for that. And do we have any other announcements? I think that's it. As always, you know, our Instagram, um, our Twitter, every every social media platform that we have, our email. Um, if y'all ever need anything, prayer requests, just yeah. want to talk something, have questions, feel yeah. free to contact us. Yeah. We both get the notifications. We'd both be more than happy to help. Yeah. And also on our website, there is a connect with us page. Um, It's at the very bottom of our homepage or also on the top. If you click contact, um, you can send us your name, your, uh, your email address. Um, You can send in prayer requests. You can send in, um, I don't know, any questions that you guys might have. If you just need to talk to someone, any episode ideas, something that you want to hear more in depth on, like literally anything, reach out. Um, and we'll try to get back to you within a three-day period. But yeah, we're super excited. Thank you for tuning in to our very first episode of season three. And we're excited for all to come. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.